good whatever it is day evening afternoon you lovers of good weather not this is meteorologist joe bastardi aka the american storm on this podcast and i'm joined as usual this is pod number five right five, yeah. i'm joined as usual with uh jeff byers the voice of anything that's important at penn state <laughs> although the football team is doing better um and uh the american girl Jesse Bastardi. Mm. Could you say hi? Oh, hello. And Jesse and I have just returned from Texas, our Texas, all hail the mighty state, <laughs> where we ventured down there um, to watch the Fight in Texas Aggies. Uh, fight in Texas, lose. Lose. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I got to tell you something about it. Before we get into the weather, the Aggies are like a, a, a bad love song to me, <laughs> where your heart gets broken all the time. But you love them more after it's all done. There is, there is a bit. When I go down there all the time, I go, "Wow, if Penn State had these facilities, it's just unbelievable, it's isn't it, really Jesse?" Really incredible. I mean, what's crazy is how good Penn State has been, <laughs> and if they had, if if they had the money dumped in. To Penn State. I mean, I don't know if James Franklin has ever been down to Aggieland, but if he does, he's going to come back here and go, listen, we got to step it up <laughs> over here. I think A&M is exceptional. Though. They, they have the most money in college football. Yeah, well, because they're, you know, the, the history of A&M is like this. All right. It was a dirt poor. It was a land grant dirt poor school. And Texas had all the money. Mm -hmm. Right. So yeah. they had all that old T-SIP money, they called it. And, uh, you know, A&M uh, had class envy, and they were, uh, uh, what happened was they took over agriculture, they took over oil, and they're very similar yeah, they to Penn State work. as far as we were land-grant university, Penn State, and they are too. But the traditions are just unbelievable. Yeah, that is something. Penn State, I feel like Penn State used to be kind of like that, where the student body was still very up to speed with the tradition and really, really cared for it. Um, I don't, it doesn't feel like, it's just different. I don't think, no, wait, wait, wait. I don't think that there are very many schools that are like A&M because you go to A&M and I'm very biased towards Penn State. Like I think it's Penn State versus world and Penn State's better than everyone. But A&M, it's like really crazy how much the student body, like they get made fun of for yell practice and stuff. I remember it went viral last year. They filmed yell practice, and everyone was like, "What the heck is this?" But no, it's super cool, and every, it's it's really crazy, ain't it? Well, the, the, the okay, the night before, they built this giant not giant, but there's a bass pond mm -hmm. out in front of Kyle Field. Now, I always you remember that old uh, over at uh, there was that sinkhole next to Beaver Stadium on the west side, right? I always said, man, we should turn that into some kind of koi pond or something. It would be really cool. Now it's covered up. But they have this giant bass pond. They have this pavilion. And um, so we were out there, and what's his name? Uh, Craig, I, I, get, I think it's uh, Craig Allen. I don't know. It was a country, country guy was playing a concert the night before. And I go, <laughs> do you realize if they did this at Penn State, how kids would really, really get into it? Now, our student body is a great student body, body Penn State. But uh, I, I think a is just exceptional. That's all I was yeah, saying. Well, it's just they, traditionally. I mean, you can't believe going to yell practice. And remember we had those five cadets in, standing in front of us? Yeah. And every time they give the signal for the yell, these guys were going out of their mind because they have all these different hand signals and uh, all that <laughs> stuff. But anyway, we returned. 
you know, I drove. I, I don't fly anymore, really. I just uh, drive. So I drove down, drove back, and uh, it's a pretty long haul. That you is know. a long haul. And we used to do it all the time. You've done it like three times this year, right? Yeah. Because Garrett <laughs> got <different>. married. <laughs> I'm going back down to Dallas on December 2nd because I'm in the Battle of Texas. It's a bodybuilding show. And I'm always the oldest guy in the show, so I always win my class. But <laughs> as you, last year I posed to the Aggie War him, and I never – I thought I was Arnold Schwarzenegger up there. Everybody <laughs> went nuts, you know. So mm-hmm. uh, anyway, uh, that's where I've been. And some of you folks uh, that follow on Weatherbell and even on Twitter, you notice you haven't seen me tweeting the past couple of days because I've been on the road. And, uh, you know, Jesse, you have been so disappointed today. I had to give in and let mom drive for a while. I got so tired. Oh boy! I, I couldn't. I couldn't make Exhaustion. it in all the way. I couldn't. Couldn't make it in all the way. Uh, but in any case, uh, we do have a couple of things to discuss now. First of all, with the weather, there is going to be a monster nor'easter this weekend. All right. I mean, we're talking near hurricane force winds in Long Island coastal waters. Uh, uh, I do a hit with uh, Joe Piscopo every once in a while. And um, I, I mailed the producer today. I said, hey, we should talk about this because, you know, New York City a couple of weeks ago had the big rain. And they're going to get a lot of rain with that. And, uh, you know, for you folks that are into the weather and love nor'easters, all you could do is fantasize that if it were December, there'd be 20 to 30 inches of snow all over the place. But it's significant. Here in State College, wet, cool Octobers are coordinated with big winters in the eastern part of the United States. Uh, So it's kind of weird because uh, there's a correlation uh, between that. And I actually learned about it the hard way in 2001. I was uh, over, you know, that they used to have that, it's still there. It was a general store in Old Fort up there, right? Yep. And I walk in there, and there's, a, there's an Amish guy in there. It's October. And I love talking to the Amish. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know how you two guys are, but I, I, love, <laughs> I love talking to them. I love hearing their stuff. And they're just so, they're so, they're so grounded, most of them. That, okay, well, whatever happens, happens, you know. <laughs> so anyway, I says, uh, oh, well, I, I, I'm 2001, so I've sort of come to the front at AccuWeather. I think I'm a pretty big hot shot, right? On what I miss all the time. I walk in there and I says to the guy, Hey, you ready for winter? And he goes, Ain't gonna be no winter this year. And I said, Well, you're so sadly mistaken. Do you know who you're speaking with over here, buddy? You know, <laughs> even though you don't have TV and you don't know who AccuWeather is, right? So um, anyway, I, um, I, I'm destroying your, your, your get up over here, Jeff. Uh, anyway, uh, he goes, well, my horses don't have any hair. I says, what does that have to do with anything? And so what happened was it was a warm, dry October. And the horses were out there working. And because there was so much sun and all this stuff, they didn't have a lot of hair. And winter, two, that winter of 2001, 2002, was as warm as, as last winter overall. So I'm like, I'll be darned. Like, and I, I, what happened was I went and I looked at warm, dry Octobers, and sure enough, huh. uh, and it's interesting because we do have October linkage to December. I talk about that all the time. In fact, that's how last year we, uh, we predicted the late hurricanes and said this will be a sign December's cold. 
but the rest of the winter is a crapshoot, could break warm because that's happened before. So anyway, I guess it was three, four, five years later, I forget, I brought the kids over to the McDonald's right over here uh, at the mall. <laughs> As I walk in there, <laughs> and here, here's this. I don't, I don't know if Jesse remembers this, but Garrett. Uh, let's see, 2005. So Garrett was nine. Jesse was maybe seven. And there was a lady there. She was Amish. I guess she she came in with her sister, who had maybe left the sect or whatever. And her kids were in there. So I go up to the, I I go up to Garrett and Jesse are playing with the three kids. I go, Hey, Jakey, how are you doing? He goes. How did you know my name? Like that. I said, well, you know, the Amish love to name their firstborn Jacob because Jacob was strong, wrestled the angel. Wasn't Jacob not even the firstborn? Well, no, the Amish like. I know, but I'm saying biblically speaking. No, he wasn't. No, that was Isaac. That was Isaac. uh, Right. No, but, but, but what happened was, well, Jacob became Israel. I know. Later, Never right. mind. I'm but, I, but anyway, he goes, how'd you know my name? Like that. No, I go, I like that. Like I'm the, and the mother comes right over he there. And she goes. Uh, Anyways. Yeah. She goes. Uh, she says, uh, why are you talking to my children? I spoke well, they play with my kids and all this. And uh, so I, uh, she says. Um, so I said to her, I go, oh, I could get a jump on the winter forecast here. Mm-hmm. So I said, uh do your horses have a lot of uh, hair on them? <laughs> this is guy. I mean, and she goes, "We have mules. Why do you uh, why do why do you ask?" And I'm like, "Okay, this is 2005, right? I just came off the hurricane season." So I'm like, "All right, you know who you're talking to over here, right?" I go, "Oh, I'm a chief long range forecaster at AccuWeather." She goes, "AccuWeather? I've never heard of AccuWeather before, right?" And I says, um, "Yeah, and." Uh, uh, she says, well, we don't have horses. We have mules. And she goes, what is it that you do for a living? And I go, oh, I forecast the weather. And she goes, hmm, that's interesting. Like, spawn of Satan. Get oh, yeah. out of here. You're, you're not witchcraft. To, yeah, you're not supposed to worry about the future. So uh, uh, this, is, uh, this is already, uh, the podcast is already going off the, off the rails very quickly here. I understand that. Now, the two topics I wanted to throw out here, and I'm going to, but bring the topics up, and I'm going to have you guys talk on it, and then I'll state my opinion. We have a camera. We're filming this, okay? So I got to behave. Uh, man, you are just really – Jesse is really, like, being tough tonight. Uh, all right, the first one is the Pope, all right? Mm-hmm. And the Pope's comments that the United States, because of our consumption and CO2 and all this other stuff, is uh, responsible for a lot of the problems here in the world. And um, the second one, of course, is uh, the greatest existential threat to the world is not these cl- guns, not cl- yeah, <laughs> not climate change, but the climate change agenda, where um, because of the fact that uh, you know we've shut down oil production, oh oh, we're producing more oil than ever. Okay, well, if we're producing more oil than ever, how come Iran is now producing three million barrels of oil a day? To make up for the shortfall. Okay, now hold on. Hold on. This is because of this phony climate war. And when oil got to $100 a barrel, Putin goes into Ukraine. And now Iran, since since Joe Biden took over, Iran's assets have gone from less than $4 billion to $70 billion. Never mind this. Yeah, and it's not a great time for okay. Iran to be racking up money. Uh, okay, so, so there are the two things. Pope first. Anybody any comment on that yet? Um, 
I don't know. It, it, Here, here's it's my. It's just hard as a Roman Catholic too. I don't. It, it's just. It's crazy. I don't know. I don't. Yeah. It's like, what do you do? It just solidifies. It's like, okay, Jesus is the guy, and it's like you have to personally accept responsibility to follow Christ, and you have to go out and look for what you actually believe, and not be told by people because. It's like you have people like the Pope who will comment on things that they have no idea what they're talking about, yet because they have authority and power, it, that doesn't mean – you know what I'm saying? It's yeah, like, well, William F. Buckley said the problem w- – William F. Buckley was a, a fervent Catholic, had mass every day in Latin, built his own chapel in the back and the whole bit. And William F. Buckley, you know, he was a huge – and so am I mm-hmm. – a huge fan of John Paul too. okay? Mm-hmm. And uh, he said that this was the first pope in his lifetime that had both feet in the city of God because the Catholic Church, the popes have notoriously had one foot in the city of man, one foot in the city of God. And what happened to me was very interesting. I blogged for CFACT, and, uh, you know, I, they, they rejected something that I wrote about four months ago. It was called the, uh, the Glory of God versus the Folly of Man in the Climate Debate. They said it's too overtly religious. And they rejected my comments on what the Pope was up to. Because Mm -hmm. what the Pope said was exactly what Barack Obama said in his book, that the United States with 4% of the world, 5% of the world's population, consumes 25% of the resources of the world. And again, this tails back to this class envy BS, that's what it is, that is going on today. Because what have we done with that for the rest of the world? In addition, the Catholic Church is worth $73 billion, known assets, okay? All right? Where does that money come from? A lot of it comes from the American Catholic Church because of the generosity and that generosity was brought about by the prosperity. And the Catholic Church does wonderful things. I know Mm -hmm. the Catholic Church gets beaten up because of some of the other issues. Believe me, I know I have a personal priest, Father James Sobis, right? And uh, he got excommunicated for taking down the the Bishop of West Virginia for what was going on there. In other words, he got defrocked. So so I'm... I have a lot of affection for the Catholic Church and what the Catholic Church has done, the positive things. But I don't see why the Pope gets a pass when he says that stuff. The 15% of the world's population identifies as Roman Catholics, and a lot of them just believe whatever the Pope says, that goes mm. because of papal infallibility. Why does he get a pass? And they rejected, Jeff, they rejected they rejected it. It's C-Facts. No, we're not putting this on. So I was arguing with the editor. I go, why does he get a pass? If Okay, what if uh, Chuck Schumer said that, right? Well, Chuck Schumer wouldn't get a pass. What, so what's well, the difference? I feel like I would have more of a problem with C-Fact rejecting an article, an article because it's too religious when it's getting to the point where you can't avoid religion when the entire Middle East is fighting a holy war, you can't leave religious context out of arguments at this point. You have to be able to argue. If you're scientific and you don't believe in religious, like you know, discussing religiosity, then you're only, like you're not going to be able to discuss many arguments that a lot of the world bases what they're fighting for on. And yeah. so you're just not even a part of the fight. But Jeff, you, what do you think of the Pope? Well, I, I, the, the the big problem uh, I think. 
with the the comments is that, uh, and I think part of why he and everybody targets the United States is they know that at the end of the day, the United States is trying to do what is right. Mm -hmm. The United States is very fallible, makes plenty of mistakes, but there's a reason you're talking to the United States and not China. Mm-hmm. And China is is the you know if if you were buying into all of this, China is where you got to get the the changes made. Yeah. So why are you coming after the United and, States? Because try, you go after China, and China's like, right? Get so out of here. we're not wh- paying any attention to you. United States <laughs> is going to react. Mm-hmm. That, I mean that that is why. And do what? Commits national suicide? Yes. Yeah. Very slowly. That, yes. And, and that, that that see that's what gets me. Why do you want to take down? The one country that, despite our faults, has has done all this good. I I don't I don't get it. Except wait, you're talking about why from the Pope's perspective, like oh, why anybody's are you... per, uh, anybody's perspective that wants to see mankind advance? Because it's not fun to. It's like why people hate watching Penn State win wrestling. It's because you watching someone win correctly when you're chomping at the bit, doing everything you can, grinding yourself into the ground, and you're still not beating the people. So it's who... class envy. I don't know. I think it's just. I think it's a it, how you win matters, and so once you the person who's winning well, once they start to like deteriorate or this, they have a kryptonite, and people see that they're gonna act on that, you know. And they're I, I think I don't know. Well, our kryptonite is a complete moral and ethical breakdown of our society. Well, I, we, it, we, it's we, like I it, mean, you got pseudo morals though, because it's like, oh, we should be nice to everyone, or oh, we need to say we need to save the world. Like coming, well, I'm confused. The Pope isn't even this world is temporary. It's like yeah, yeah see, it that's is what's come. crazy about what well, that could circles back to what Buckley said that you can't have your foot. And that's what happened to the popes in World War II, the Renaissance popes, all of them. Whenever they stuck their foot in the city of man, that's when they diminished the the authority that you're supposed to have spiritually. And, I mean, it it has led to one thing after another. There's 1,700 Protestant religions— because of a rebellion against the Roman Catholic Church. And this this has to— It's tough, though, because I feel like— um, I don't know if I necessarily disagree with church people getting involved in politics. Like, no, I, think, I don't either. But they should know all the facts. See, that's or at thing. least be able to say we don't know all the facts. Uh, okay, or at least go. This is this is what bothers me, and I'm sorry people are watching this and they hear me get excited. They're ingrates. They're ingrates. If the if the American Catholic Church was not there, where would Rome be? Where would where would the missions mm. that the Catholic Church does? Where would it be? All right. So what do you want to do? Destroy the prosperity of America? Listen, the 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 more prosperity you have for people, but since we were creating God's image, we get gratitude. Something called gratitude, and we want to give back. I think most people, have, you know, I think there's a, a spiritual war going on. But people become very generous. They, people get along when they're prospering a lot more than whatever. And I, what I think you have, if, if you if you if you look at why uh, Lucifer got thrown out of heaven, right? He said, "I will rise. I, I deserve the glory and all this other stuff." I think you've got people that are fundamentally jealous and envious that uh, don't wish. To meet or compete, okay? They don't want a free a free situation. I mean, you have people today 
these, these people that came into Israel, for goodness sakes. You know, Be- Benjamin Netanyahu said it, said it best. He goes, we use our missiles to protect people, not have people protect our missiles, which is what, what, what they do. But again, that particular thing, again, where's it come down to? Climate, right? Who, okay, who created this whole system? Well, it wasn't Al Gore. All right. It was at random chance. Oh, well, that's pretty interesting. Random chance. All right. So if you believe in a creator and you sit there and use his greatest, well, his greatest physical creation is man. But uh, if you use the majesty, the atmosphere and the entire system and the universe and the billions and billions of worlds that they are, if you're sitting there saying, you want to know something? I can measure up to that. Well, what are you going to get? Right. And well, that's what you And it's amazing. It's climate. It's it comes down to climate and weather. I hate to say, it, but again, we're fighting a phony climate war. We're shutting down our system. We just stop oil now. Right. Well, what's happened? Russia's Russia's making money hand over fist. Iran's making money hand over fist. You know, where where does it where does it say that? And every despot or dictator that says he's going to do something tries to do it, all right? I, and, you know, you, you get a situation where and Jesse and I were talking about this the other night, uh, walking back from the Aggie game. We are talking about the Grand Mufti and his, uh, the, you know, that's a, uh, the head imam in Jerusalem and he, buddying up and cozying up to Himmler and Hitler mm-hmm. and the, that whole situation there. Well, what did Hitler say? He yeah, said he, very would, he was going to... He was going to eliminate the Jewish problem. What are we hearing out of Iran? You don't think that they mean that? That's what the thing is. That's what I was saying about they're fighting a holy war and a lot of Americans can't even hear the word God in school. Like, you just can't wrap your head around the deep blood hatred that people over, like, because these people actually (laughs) believe in God. And, and, like, people here who are kind of lukewarm and we, where our life is not that tough compared like I, I feel like i can't really comprehend what it's like to li- live in the middle east or under under those circumstances and people are we're trying to people who don't believe in god are trying to come oh, let's just talk it out they're like they're willing to die for what they believe in i, I know but, well, I feel- <laughs> but again it circles back it circles back to what got iran all this money how did they go from less than $4 billion when Trump would, you know, whatever you want to say about the, uh, the uh, you know, orange man bat or whatever you want to call mean him. All right, All right. Mean tweet. The mean tweeter and all this other stuff. How they go from less than $4 billion of assets to over $70 billion of assets. I mean, where did this come from? Oh, it's magic. Well, how is it the United States? The United States went the opposite way. We, even though we were in debt when Donald Trump left. We're in unbelievable debt now. So where where did this come from, right? And it has to do with the age-old argument, do you want to be safe or do you want to be strong, okay? And the fact that that we have uh, the uh, enough Americans have bought into what is a phony climate war, that's eh, a little bit warmer. Really? Well, the the actually the global temperature if you look at all the weather stations is 0.15 Fahrenheit above normal, right? So this is this is and listen, I am guilty. I am guilty as charged of making the weather too important. I probably am. But this is the only conclusion I can come to 
given what I'm looking at, that it is this policy is leading to the deterioration of man and and wars all over the place. I mean, what's going to stop China from going into well, Taiwan? If they're now? getting weak in one area, they're going to get weak in every other area. I feel like. Yeah, uh, like you're, if you're willing to get weak on one in one big sector, then you're willing to be weak on all principles in every sector. It's yeah. like it's just an invitation. It's like that's why Trump would tweet whenever Iran pushed back. He would tweet pictures of missiles and would say things in all caps like. These will be on your doorstep, Chris, as your Christmas gift. If when if you met like mess with us again, he would yeah. tweet that and like, yeah, it was in all caps. And as the president of the United States, like, maybe I don't. I mean, I don't really care about etiquette at this point. Like, at least he said something. But by yeah, I don't know. It's just no. But I, you show I, so, you I, show I, one I side of weakness, you'll get eaten. Uh, it's, it's definitely not by accident, and I think the timing is is significant here mm-hmm. because there, there's a reason Russia's attacking Ukraine now. There's a reason that Israel is under an attack that we've not seen against the uh, Jews since the Holocaust with the uh, the war that broke out over the weekend. Mm-hmm. And there's no question Iran is, is uh, funding uh, Hamas right now, and... Yeah, if if where did the money we, come we, from? We, we are well for Iran ultimately from the U.S. Uh, and you, for oil, and you can but look oil. At, yeah, you can look at however however you want to look at the the money, whether it was directly funneled for this or whether because. The United States funneled it for these so-called humanitarian reasons. They used the the money that was already there. E- either way, it doesn't what matter. What I'm talking the about fact is, is that they have money now to uh, fund the, this war against Israel. Now, the, the other part of that is uh, the ultimate objective here is still sketchy to me because I do think – we are on the verge, if, if we just have not already had World War III and we just haven't figured it out yet that, mm-hmm. that it is, uh, has broken out. But, uh, I mean, the next step is trying to go in after Taiwan. And if that does happen, again, you, it's like three you're fronts now right on there. three fronts. And you still have today uh, Joe Biden saying the greatest threat to, uh, to the United States it's, and to humanity is climate change not even top ten. as as we have a literal world war breaking out the distraction that this has created is is actually mind boggling well i i believe I, you know today was tw- hey uh came out of the white house today they're tweeting about taking action against uh, ticketmaster yeah. because their prices are so high like, like fees what, and stuff. what world are we living in here and what i what i i think, i really believe that it's purposeful. Oh, I, I don't yeah. believe. I hear. I hear guys uh, commentary. Oh, this is this is how stupid can you be in all this? They're not stupid. They have a goal, and the goal is to eliminate our uh, presence on the world stage. As a, you know, everybody is the same. This is ridiculous. The United States. And it comes from Obama. I don't care. Go read well, his book. Listen, there a lot of you folks love Obama. Great, he's a you know most brilliant politician I've ever seen. He has completely sold people on something that he is not. Read his books. That's the thing I tell people. Well, here Go. can I make a bet? Can I make a, a bet right now? I bet you that the election is going to be Trump versus Michelle. Well, no, I believe Michelle's. I've been saying you that think for Michelle's two years. Gonna run? Oh, Michelle! Of course, Michelle stepping in. You don't. In. I, yeah, oh, I don't yeah. think it'll be her. I feel oh, like I'm sure. Well, I feel like she'll have it locked Kate, up. Kate, Kate, I feel like um, 
what was it? Gavin Newsom was saying that they want, like, they would only accept, uh, I don't know, I forget. For Feinstein? Yes. A a black Democrat woman. Yeah. And people were asking Obama for comments on, like, Michelle and whatever, and he wouldn't respond and just stuff like, I don't know. I I just feel like she's the only person that. Yeah, the, the, the People would vote Michelle for. Michelle will win. And now that care. like uh, Trump it, won, Trump won with no political background. Obviously, like I feel like Trump winning opened the gates for oh you don't have to be a career politician. So well, I mean uh, I feel like she's the only person. Uh, yeah, that could. Uh, but she she's she's astute. She's smart, and she's she look anybody that says uh, uh, she wasn't proud of her country. I mean I, that that used to disqualify you right off the bat. You the way to say that is. I think our country has some real problems, but we've done a lot of good for the world or whatever. Instead, or how Trump said it, make America great again. It's yeah. like we're not, we're not as good as we could be right now. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Since when is being great? I mean, suppose, suppose uh, what before Kale came here, suppose the model was let's hire a coach to make Penn State wrestling great again. Who would be, who would be like against that? All right. Except if you're Iowa or if you're Ohio State or someone else. Right. (laughs) So your adversaries. So. So so if you're saying that you're against this, this whole so-called MAGA Republicans or whatever the heck you call them, you know, I'm trying to figure out. Well, uh, you know, I, 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 I consider myself a constitutional libertarian. All right. For instance, because of my libertarian views, RFK Jr. is an interesting character to me. I'd certainly like to see RFK Jr. as president of the United States over the people we have in there now because he's an open-minded man with a good heart, whether I agree with him on his policies or not. But this even, even RFK Jr., who's an environmental lawyer, has said that this whole thing has been hijacked by people that don't have our best intentions in mind. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of it's kind of interesting too. This is really getting off. But RFK and JFK both assassinated, right? What are the two things those guys those guys were standing up against? The first one was they were both sort of peace guys, especially RFK Jr., but I don't believe we would have ever gotten involved in Vietnam the way we did with JFK because his hero was Douglas MacArthur, and Douglas MacArthur told him, never get involved in a land war. That's the first thing. Uh, But the second thing is, they were the part of the Democratic Party that was pushing equal rights. Let's remember what happened back in the 60s, right? So you had two guys that were against the war machine, and they were very, very progressive as far as getting civil rights done. And it wasn't Lyndon Johnson. The only reason Lyndon Johnson did that was it was strictly political, right? And, you know, it was the Republicans that were pushing it through in the first place. So what happens to both of them, RFK and JFK? Now, look, I'm a, I'm a big Kennedy fan. I've always been. It's never going to change, I, you know. Uh, uh, and uh, maybe it was because I was growing up during that time and we were all uh, New England, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Kennedy's Catholic, I'm Catholic, even though he's Irish Catholic. We never held that against him, <laughs> you know, as far as, as far as Italian Catholics go. But uh, and the, the Kennedys had a sketchy background with the Nazis. I mm-hmm. mean, Joe Kennedy was, uh, which is interesting, but that's not what John Kennedy was about. And that was, that's not what um, RFK was about. But both of them. Both of them wound up shot and dead. And I'm like looking at all this going, wait a minute. These are the two guys that 
we're leading, we're trying to lead us into a more equitable position as far as race relations go, and they were anti-war, all right? And I'm saying, look at what's going on today, all right? You got people that just try to div- uh, drive more divisiveness, for one, and for two, what the heck is going on yeah. with the wars? Everyone, <laughs> yeah, everyone was like, Trump's so irresponsible. He's got, he can, he can nuke anyone. I don't feel comfortable. I don't feel safe with Trump. And he, there were no wars under him. And now we got two wars started, possibly a third about to start. And, and uh, let's loop it back yeah. to climate. Let's, uh, if, if Donald Trump was still in office today and we had the Abraham Accords still in effect and we were not involved in the Paris Accords, do you think... This would be going on, and no, I, that, I, okay. Let's not let's not use Don, let's say anybody Any strong with with a DeSantis, whatever Trump's policies. All right, and it was as if that anyone it, with a spine. It was as if that 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 what happened was they got so taken off guard by this guy coming out of nowhere, and you know he's. <laughs> Let's face it, he's a street fighter. Mm-hmm. By the way, you guys ever notice that the one guy that keeps quiet about Donald Trump being racist is Jesse Jackson. Have you ever noticed that? You'd hear nothing out of Jesse Jackson. And why is that? Because Trump funded the uh, the Afro-American presence on Wall Street. That was Donald Trump that did that, right? Because he, he believes in all that stuff. Now, look, all I'm saying is this, that the country now, uh, whether by accident or by design, all right, this is coming from this phony climate war. I am biased because I'm a meteorologist. I'm biased because climate's a big thing, okay? So let's just accept me being biased. Well, it makes sense but, that it's a big but, thing because it's man versus what God created, in my bingo. opinion. But go ahead. It's, it but, manifests but, itself very but well. But again, I will say this, that if it were 2019, and the same people who are running the country in 2019 were running the country today— I don't think you'd have Putin in, in Ukraine, and I don't think you'd have this going on over there. And China uh, would not be and, so and, strong you know, against China. You know, it's interesting about China, too, because I don't believe China wants to eliminate the United States. I don't States. think they do either. I no. think they want to subject us fighting. No. so that we work for them. That's, that's what I sort of think China wants. Well, yeah, that's like what— They need our market. Yeah, but— I mean, so, but again, uh, you know, people that are watching this say, oh, it's going to crap, you know, conspiracy and all this, but add it up. You know what I mean? Just add it up and, and look at, look at the fact. If I said to you, Jeff, there's going to be a, there's going to be a. <laughs> the term conspiracy theorist, I feel, not to be a conspiracy theorist, but conspiracy theorist, but I think the term conspiracy theorist was created to put a negative connotation on people who question things. If I said that, yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> but if, <laughs> Anyways, I, if I said to you, Jeff, there's going to be a foot of snow by 8 o'clock tomorrow morning, all right? And you're in here saying, Joe, it's 55 degrees and raining out. Oh, well, yeah, don't, don't pay any attention to that at all, right? It's 55 degrees and raining out, and people are telling you that it's actually snowing. That is what's going on out there today, in my opinion, all right? So we went, we went off on the Pope. <laughs> it all ties together. It does tie. That's what I'm trying to say. It ties. It it's it, it's kind of weird because they do. That's because everything's exactly the same. It's it's not doing me any good as far as uh, well. Uh, you're just saying that so you could get on TV. I'm not on TV anymore. Who says uh, that to you? People people say that. Uh, 
to who? What do you mean exactly? Well, that I'm, just, I'm a, I I'm a fringe. I'm a fringe meteorologist who makes comments to get get attention. I had one of my best friends say that, quoted in the Philadelphia Inquirer. He says what he says to get attention. I had someone at AccuWeather say that uh, my global warming stance is all made up to get attention. Right? So all these people are saying this stuff. And, yeah, and, a New Jersey Italian who wears his heart on his sleeve can't like you could. You can't help it. Yeah, I'm like an open. You wear your heart on your sleeve. You can't help it. I I am such. uh, I'm such an open book, and I think there's something. (laughs) No, and I that's and I know that because I'm like that. Yeah, it's. (laughs) I know that that's kind of stupid. But folks, for those of you who have been listening to this, all I'm asking, don't believe me. I mean, if you want to believe the American girl and the voice of Penn, everything important (laughs) in Penn State, you can believe them. Go look for yourself, add it up yourself, and then decide what decide what is right and what is wrong. You take control of your thoughts, not have someone else put it in. My my thing for this uh, the American storm is I believe there's a market for it. Mm-hmm. I believe all this is linked in. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, if people don't want to watch it, they don't have to watch it or, or listen to it. But we should understand that after all these years and all you've seen, the Arctic ice caps is still there, all right? If this is the warmest year on record, so what? Most of the planet is in That's good what shape, I said. So right? Why is that a bad thing? Right? So, I mean, okay, there were storms over here. There's storm. I mean, just open I'm the- still waiting to see a giant hurricane. I haven't gotten to chase a giant hurricane yet. <laughs> just open the Bible and read about Paul in the Mediterranean with four days of hurricane force south winds. Of the- <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Pause. Complete pivot. I'm wanting to ask Jeff. You see the wrestling schedule come out? Oh, yeah. What do you think of it? Um, So, personally, the thing I'm most excited about for me, personally, Mm -hmm. is I get to check Oregon off my list of states that I visited. That'll get me to 35. Let's go. What are they doing Uh, going? I guess it's the recruit out there? Well, it's the return from Oregon State coming in. They they like trying to get out to the West uh, Mm -hmm. at least once every four years, if not every other. And I think this is just part, part of that. Uh, I will say, if, if this team stays healthy, uh, <laughs> it'll be fun. You, you are you are looking at uh, perhaps a, an historically great. Uh, so crazy team. to think about, just like considering every. I'm like, dang, we're gonna be better than that one year we went five for five when we had like Bo and Jason and Tenzo. And well, Michael you know, it's interesting and... now that, that uh, you know years and years ago, Dan Gable said. His biggest disappointment was not having 10 national champs on the mat at once. And a lot of us were like, Just how so arrogant. You're arrogant and all this other stuff. No. But that's how he, he believed, you know, for, for whatever you want to say about uh, Coach Gable. But now I'm like going, you know. I want Saturday night to be a Penn State duel in <laughs> March. Saturday night. Well, oh, 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 for the Nationals. Uh, Where are the Nationals this year? Saint, Saint, Kansas City. Oh, really? Kansas City. Yeah. Oh, that's a nice town. They got some good steak there. They do. Of course, indeed. when I was out there, steak was only $25. Now it's probably <laughs> $2,500 or whatever. I went in today. I bought three things of kitty litter. I bought some shrimp. I bought some chicken. I bought some cantaloupe because of. I, uh, I died on cantaloupe and shrimp when I'm getting ready for a show and I'm a month out. So what happens is. 
<laughs> it's 150 The kitty litter is $15 each. Hmm. I bet, well, what the heck is going on over here? Right? Exactly uh, what's going on. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what. I don't know how people are making ends meet. It all comes down to climate. <laughs> it does. <laughs> it does indeed. All right, well, we've beaten this horse. As as much yeah. as anybody can. Yeah. You, that one week off, it's like you had you had a lot of steam you to gotta, let off. You got to catch up. Yeah, I feel like, uh, you know, Festivus is coming up, and I feel like Frank Costanza where I have an issue with a lot of you people, and you're going to hear. <laughs> so we'll be back next week. With another airing of the grievances. No <laughs> doubt about it. Hey, listen, folks. Listen. Listen. I just want you to say, I just want you to think, all right? I'm a, a, you know, if I if I were living in Italy, every afternoon at three o'clock in the piazza, I'd be in an argument with somebody because <laughs> that's how I am. All right, but listen, you got to be able to exchange ideas, and uh, you know, for for whatever grievance you might have, you got to love your country because as, if you weren't in this country, and I tell people this all the time, just just go look at your ancestry, and see where equivalent people are today that didn't come over here and then uh, and go from there. So we're going to close it with that. Uh, we'll have Jeff say goodbye, uh, the American girl say goodbye. I guess, we still haven't got this good, intro and outro down here. Good night, Pope. Good night, President Biden. <laughs> good night, everybody else. Good, <laughs> good night, America. And, uh, hey, listen, if, Pope, call me. All yeah. right. I'll be glad to give standing you a forecast. Standing invitation. And Pre- President Biden. And that's right. We uh, I forgot this standing invitation. Bill Nye, Michael Mann, you're more than welcome to come on. I and need we'll to figure out someone I want a standing invitation Yeah, well, for. anyway, <laughs> listen, all of you, uh, uh, yo, everybody Wang Chung tonight, and enjoy the weather. It's the only weather you got.